So for my first podcast, I'm going to talk about relationship issues, dating a narcissist, and why some men, not all men, obviously, because not all men are the same, can't take responsibility for things they do. It's always the woman's fault. You know, we we have feelings, emotions that we like to talk about. We expect to be able to talk about them with our significant others, our boyfriends, our husbands, girlfriends, whatever. So I was in a relationship for five years. You know, we didn't start out traditionally like most relationships do. We didn't start out as friends. We just jumped right on in. And, you know, in the beginning, it created some problems, which is normal when you just jump right in. Um, But after a while, you know, it it started to get a little bit better. So I thought... You know, we we broke up a couple of times, so I guess you could say on and off again for five years. And the biggest thing that I learned was he never liked to take accountability for anything that he ever did. If I wanted to talk about what I was feeling or an issue I had, it always blew up in my face because I was always starting drama or couldn't be happy or he never saw an issue with the things that I saw so the big things to me were little things to him and that caused more problems in our relationship you know I would always ask questions and he would always push them on the back burner or tell me that I'm being paranoid I'm a Scorpio I overthink things I become suspicious of things so if I'm asking questions about something that I notice and it gets pushed off to the back burner, I'm going to keep being suspicious. And nine times out of 10, my suspicions were right. You know, like females, overly friendly with females. He never saw that, but I did. You know, there's just a lot of things that happened that he refused to see and to this day still doesn't see with the current girlfriend that he has now, which currently live in my house with me. Um, Because, unfortunately, me and him both own this house, so we can't kick the other out all willy-nilly. So that's been fun. And she's now experiencing the same things that I used to go to her about. You know, she's understanding and seeing the things that I used to come to her about in which he would call me crazy. Now it's all happening to her. And she confides in me like I confide in her, and she has the same problem I did. You know, we love him. We care about him. You know, we, you know, have those feelings for him. But at the same time, getting fed up with all the BS, you know, and I, I've tried offering advice and all I can seem to come up with was I told you so, you know, I know it's a little childish to say stuff like that, you know, to someone who's going through what you went through for five years, but I warned her at the beginning of their relationship about the things that I went through with him. Excuse me. Still getting over pneumonia here, but hey, life goes on. Um, So she's going through all this. You know, she tells me, you know, she still wants to be with him, but she's getting fed up with everything. And I told her that, you know, that was the same problem I had. You know, when I was with him for five years. You know, I still wanted to be with him, still had hope that he would change. And 
that still hasn't happened. Even with another female, that hasn't happened. You know, I know there's a lot of people out there that, you know, excuse me again, you know, have it worse than I do. You know, there are people out there being physically abused and, you know, being cheated on. And I, I feel the cheated on part because he cheated on me four times. And, you know, he was very good about hiding it until we broke up. And then all of a sudden it all just came out, you know, and um, and, and the, the, the mental abuse, the emotional abuse, you know, he gets upset about things and, you know, it, it's it's the emotional abuse, you know, calling names to you know, demean us, you know, belittle us, the worst, the most hurtful things any man can say to hurt the person he says he loves, he says it, you know, and I, you know, I know a lot of relationships go through it, but, you know, what I'm, you know, getting at is any females out there going through the same thing that I went through for five years, you know, get out while you still can, you know, the the bad part about it is is you know he he wanted a, a second girlfriend on the side and yes I, I I did say yes the only reason I did and I know it's messed up is I said yes to make him happy not me I'm miserable you know I I, I am miserable but I did it to keep him happy there are no feelings on my end, you know, emotional and mental abuse and being hurt all the time does that to you, you know. So I'm trying to figure out a way to break free from it, you know, without backlash because that's the kind of person that he is, you know. It's just, you know, it. I don't understand why grown men, you know, men around my age in their 30s, you know, feel like it's okay to still play with women's emotions. And, you know, you think it's okay to have your cake and eat it too. You know, you can't just be happy with the person that you're with. And I know it's not men too, it's women too. You know, some women are just like the men that I speak of, you know, so I can't just blame one gender when women do it too, but not all women do it. Just like not all men do it. You know, it's an endless, endless cycle. You know, I just, why, why can't you guys be happy with your partners? You know, why can't you listen to your partners? You know, what, what's so big to you? Yeah, it may not be as big to, you know, your partner, but at the same time, you're there to listen. We know we're supposed to trust you with what we want to talk about. And half the time we can't because it it blows up in our face. It starts a fight, which we're not intending to happen. We just want truthful answers to our questions. You know, it's, it's not complicated. You know, there've been people that have been married for 40 years and yeah, maybe their marriages aren't perfect, but I can guarantee you they listen to one another. You know, everybody fights. I'm not saying every couple is perfect because that's definitely not true. Everybody fights. But at the end of the day, it matters if words are being heard and if changes are being made. You know, I'm... I just, I don't know how to help my friend through what she's going through right now. I mean, I've already been through it, 
you know, and now she's going through it and she can't find her way out. You know, she's in the same, same boat that I was in for five years. You know, we, we want to be with that person, but at the same time, how much more can we take? You know, (coughs) it's, it's not an easy thing. You know, when we envision, you know, being in relationships and getting married, we envision being with the perfect person. We don't envision being with somebody that abuses us on a daily, cheats on us whenever they want to, belittles us, demeans us. You know, we envision our soulmate, a perfect replica of us with a little bit of flaws. But at the same time, you know, we, we picture our soulmates. You know, I'm in my mid-30s, you know, not, un, unmarried. You know, I've been engaged twice in my life and never married. And I'm honestly at the point where I'm not afraid to be alone. I can do whatever I need to do alone. You know, I'm not afraid to be alone. You know, it's actually better that way in my case. You know, and for others, it may not be that way. But being single is better than being emotionally and mentally abused by someone who says they can't see their life without you. You know, can't see life without you. And yet, you know, their actions prove different. They cheat on you. They, they flirt with other women or men or whatever behind your back. You know, that's not what a relationship should be, you know. And it's like I always say, if you're unhappy with the person you're with, leave them. Break up with them. Cheating should be a last resort, you know. I mean, because that don't hurt nobody but you and the person you cheat with. And definitely the person you cheat on. You know, if you're unhappy, you know, leave. Break up with that person. Divorce that person. You know, don't stick around for, you know say you have kids don't stick around for the kids sake they'll be fine you know that's not fair to the kids oh we only stuck around because of you and then that makes the child feel like a burden like oh my parents stay together because of me you know that pins a lot on them you know especially if there's no love in between the parents it, it just makes no sense so i mean relationship advice for my first podcast uh yeah I it's just you know five years of experience I guess coming to light you know maybe to help other people get out of a bad situation like I needed to and it took five years to get out of that situation but I'm getting there you know it, it, it's it's getting there. It's hard to just throw away five years of a relationship with somebody. It, you know, their family became your family, and, you know, it's just, it, it's hard, you know. But as far as the feelings go, that's a little easier to, to deal with, to manage, you know, especially when, you know, you, you decide to put that wall back up, you know, Tired of being hurt and tired of being, you know, not enough for somebody does that to you. So, I think 
the relationship thing is not for me. It, it could be for y'all, you know, it, it don't, it doesn't matter to me. This is just my personal, you know, personal experience, I guess, you know, I, I just prefer to, you know, take care of my kids, you know, me and my kids. I went on vacation in March with my oldest daughter. We went to Universal for her birthday, her 13th birthday. She's a teenager. I know. Lord help me. So we went just me and her. And when I tell you it was so nice, it was, it was fantastic. You know, I, I didn't have anyone to answer to. I didn't feel like I was on a leash. You know, I was able to actually have fun, you know, and it was amazing. You know, in relationships, at least in mine relationships, you know, guys, I can really pick them. I'm not able to hang out with friends. I wasn't able to go to a friend's house or chit-chat with friends without being on that leash. You know, without being asked, where are you going? How long are you going to be there? Are you on your way home yet? You know, but the other person, you know, they can go out with their friends and do whatever they want to. And, you know, don't get asked, how late are you going to be out? When are you coming home? You know, that's what I live for is vacations that I can go on without a leash. No one deserves to be on a leash. You should be able to allow your partner to go out to hang with their friends without bugging them every hour. When are you coming home? You know, what are you doing? Who are you hanging out with? You know, that's, that's, that's where trust comes in. You know, if you can't trust the person you're with, don't be with them, you know? But, uh, That's it for my first episode. (laughs) Kind of lost a little bit of my train of thought, but, you know, it'll get better. You know, I'm going to live my life for me and my kids. You know, enjoy life more. That's what it's supposed to be like, you know? Sometimes a single life is for, you know, is, is for people. It's for me, that's for sure. I figured that out real quick. You know, the single life is me. I'm not going to be the one with all the cats because I'm not a huge fan of cats. But I want to travel more. You know, I want to travel out of the country without being on a leash. You know, it took five years to get out of the relationship that I was in. And now I'm watching somebody that I considered a sister um, go through the same thing with the same guy I was with. You know, I'm watching her go through the same thing. And I... The only thing that I can find myself saying is, you know, that's what I went through. You're experiencing everything I went through. Not an exact I told you so, but it's pretty close. You know, and I'm just like, she's like, I don't know how much longer I can take it. I said, hopefully not five years. You know, I hopefully not five years. Because it's not worth going back and forth for five years. You know, you you don't deserve to be miserable. No one does. You know, a relationship shouldn't be like that. You know, but when you're dating a borderline narcissist, that's how it goes. You know, they don't take responsibility for anything or accountability for anything. As I said in the beginning of this podcast, you know, it's always our fault. We're the crazy ones. We're the reasons it becomes toxic. You know, they they tell their friends, 
you know, oh, we became toxic or she was the problem or he was the problem. You know, we blame the other person. We don't ever stop and say, hey, maybe I was the problem. You know, maybe I was the reason things didn't work out the way they should have or the way I wanted them to. (coughs) You know, I'm not saying all men or women are like that, but in my experience, that's all I've experienced. I have yet to experience a relationship where, you know, two people can just talk about issues that they have, you know, and it not turn into an argument. I have yet to come across that, and at my age, I don't even want to. You know, I just, I don't have the time or the energy to, you know, have another relationship, you know? So I just focus on my job, my kids, you know, goals that I have. It's just, that's just where I'm at in life. And I'm hoping that the girl that my ex is with now you know, sees that before it's too late. You know, I don't want her to be stuck like this for five years, you know, like I was, you know. I try to give her advice the best that I can. We we can't talk around him because, you know, it'll start a whole new fight. So she confides in me whenever, you know, we're talking and he's not home, he's at work or doing whatever, and, you know, we can talk to each other. You know, because God forbid we talk to the person that we have a problem with. So she talks to me and I tell her, you know, this is exactly the stuff that I went through for five years. And I'm hoping it doesn't happen like that for you, too. Only you can decide how much is enough and how much you're willing to take before you finally say enough is enough. You know, my I don't regret meeting this person But I do regret not getting out and staying out when I did. I I should have stayed out when we broke up last year. And and if I'm being honest, I probably should have stayed out when when we first broke up in 2019. You know, but it's, it's hard. No, that person is what you know, and you don't, you don't see clearly when you still have feelings for this person, but now that I don't anymore, I see as clear as day now. You know, and, I, and I'm watching history repeat itself with a different woman, you know? And there's nothing that I can do. It's not my life. It's not my relationship anymore, you know? I just, I don't have those feelings. You know, it sucks that she's going through what I went through. You know, it does, but everybody goes through it when they're in one of those relationships, you know, and it's up to you on how to get out of it, you know, it's not, it's not up to your child, it's not up to your family member, it's not up to your friends, it's up to you, you decide when enough is enough and how long you're going to let it go on before you say enough is enough, You know, you shouldn't have to let it go on for five years. Heck, you shouldn't even let it go on for a year. That's a year of your life you're not getting back. Just like it was five years of my life I'm not getting back. But guess what? I'm moving forward. You know, I have goals. I have travel goals. I want to leave the country or travel out of the country. I want to go to Italy, England. You know, try new things. That's my goal. 
hopefully that's what all of your goals too. You know, if you're in one of these situations, get out, make a better life. But only you can do it.